Hi, I'm Simon Rushton and this is Taxi Chronicles podcast. On this podcast, we spontaneously interview unsuspecting passengers with their permission, allowing them to share their intimate life stories and concerns. As our slogan states, real riders, real stories. Some riders prefer to be anonymous, while others ask me to tell their story later on. Either way, there are all genuine 5 to 10 minutes stories. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, today we have another beautiful lady in the car and she sounds American, but she's not. She just went to international schools. Um, she's actually French, she's, so she's our neighbour or our cousin, if you want to see it like that. And she's got a very interesting job where she's a PA for public relations for lots of famous people. So we're going to hear some interesting stories. So make sure you're listening loud and clear. And over to you. What do you want me to say? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So tell us, how did you get into the business? So I got into the business uh, right off of school. So I studied um, fashion business and I did my first internships at the American Vogue office in Paris, which was very fun, but absolutely terrifying when Anna Wintour walks into the room. Uh, it, It was fun. It was a lot of work, a lot of drama, a lot of egos. And then after that, I went on to working for Chanel, where I was uh, working in the celebrity relations department. So I was looking after all the ambassadors, so the Kieran Knightleys, the Tilda Swintons of the world, all their ambassadors. We were doing all the fashion shows, all the haute couture. It was absolutely fabulous. Uh, And then I decided to move to London because I was originally from Paris. I still am, actually. <laughs> uh, and I moved to London, still at Chanel, had lots of, you know, interesting stories, met interesting people, and then after that, I just went on to work for an agency and did the same thing. I represented lots of amazing brands, um, and my job is to put those brands onto celebrities for red carpets and events, so the Oscars, the BAFTAs, the Golden Globes. Um, the Evening Standard Theatre Awards, and I was handling celebrities for those brands, and it was very fun, and I got to dress a lot of amazing people, like, uh, who? Oh, I'm having a mind blank. <laughs> <laughs> like Nicole Kidman, like Ryan Gosling, Hugh Jackman, uh, and, you know, tons and tons and probably hundreds of really amazing people so you have to have really tough skin to do your job then you do but i prefer to go about it with kindness so you kill them with love i kill them with love and that's why they come back and that's why they like to work with me oh so and then when they come back do are they nicer to you yes because they know that i'll get the job done with a smile on my face and it goes a long way there are lots of people who do, you know, who are very old school PR, they're very tough, they can be very mean, because they, they think that it's the only way they're going to get results. I don't believe that. I believe that the nicer you are to people, the nice, the, the more they will remember you, and the more they, they'll come back and they'll want to work with you. Okay, 
give me, give us a, a story or a typical story of what it's like handling someone like who's a celebrity. Well, celebrities are babies, so you have to handle them from start to finish. It's like it's it's a lot of hand holding. You have to prepare entire itineraries for them. Your car will pick you up at this time. You will be there at this time. Your flight is at this time. This person will meet you. That's their phone number, but I will be there to guide you. Um, it's yeah, it's a lot of hand holding. Would you say they need? It sounds like they need a lot of reassurance. They do need a lot of reassurance because going to shows and all that stuff—it's not really part of their job. They are actors, singers. That's not their main job, so they tend to have no clue where they're going. They need someone to prepare and pave the way for them. And that's what I do. Oh, so they need someone to set the stage, and then they just do the show. Exactly. Smile. Okay. And you're running around behind the stage like a headless chicken. <laughs> going from one side of the stage to the other. Has there ever been a time where you think, I can't do, I can't work with this person? Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You know, it's not because you can be as nice as you want. Sometimes some of the people that you work with, they're just mean. And they don't want to listen to you. And they're rude. And they'll insult you because you haven't done exactly something in the way that they want um, and there have been many times where I wanted to smash my computer on the floor and just say pardon my French fuck it so yeah <laughs> have you seen anyone do that before not really <laughs> not really no but I've thought about it many times it's it's a very dramatic business it's you're not saving the world that's what I keep telling myself I'm not saving the world, I'm not saving a life, I do not have someone's life in my hands, it's all, it's clothes, it's about clothes and jewelry and it's very fabulous but I'm not saving the world, yeah. I'm just making it a little more beautiful, Yeah. I hope, <laughs> yeah, no, I... and a little more glamorous. What would you say that you've learned um, from your experience in this business that you would wish you had knew, known at the start? To not panic. Nothing is the end of the world. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. If the biggest celebrity in the world rings you up and starts screaming at you because she doesn't have the right dress or the right shoes, it is not the end of the world. There's no need to lose sleep over it, which I would have loved to know before I started. And when I started, actually, when I started, I was going into such panics um, about not being able to, you know, provide what they needed and not being able to meet my objectives. And I just wish I had older me telling me, you're going to be fine. It's not the end of the world. Don't don't lose sleep over it. Don't panic. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Patience, that's what I've learned as well. Patience. Patience. Okay. Which I've always had, but it's been amplified with years. So you're you're a great person when it comes to understanding people. Yeah, I th- I like you to think so. That skill. I anticipate needs and I anticipate what people like and what they want. And my job is to suggest outfits for celebrities, etc. Um, and I. 
I like to anticipate what they're gonna love and what they're not gonna love. I'm not gonna propose something that I know is not gonna fit them or that they won't like. I like to study my subjects as well. So before I dress someone, I'll go back in time and look at all their red carpet appearances and kind of gauge their style. Oh, you look at their history. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a CV. Exactly. And if they tend to go for, I don't know, a pantsuit, I'm not gonna get them a frilly dress, if you know what okay. I mean. Oh, like Ellen. Ellen always, is it Ellen? That yeah. She's always in trousers. Exactly. So if I were to one day dress Ellen, I'm not gonna suggest a dress, am I? Yeah. There's no point, it's a waste of time. Hers and mine. Yeah, I see you, man. Yeah, so that's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. What's the impact you wanna have on the world? Oh God, that's a very tough question. Uh, I'm still not quite sure. I'm still trying to figure that out to be completely honest with you. Okay. Because I don't know if I will have an impact on the world doing what I'm doing. I just want to be happy. I want to be proud of what I do. I want to make other people happy. I want to make other people feel good about themselves. And that's all I can hope for now okay. at the moment, I guess. Well, thanks a lot You're for that very interview. <laughs> it was a great, interesting interview. <laughs> Sorry we've run out of time, guys. We hoped you liked that episode. Keeping in mind, we never know who we're going to interview. We post twice a day, 8am and 5pm GMT. Have you ever considered the future economies to invest in? Why not listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories? Considering Africa has the fastest growing economies and population on earth and has done for many years, it holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. We publish twice a week, Tuesday with a guest investor and Fridays talking about investment, politics and history, providing a clear understanding for any potential investor.